It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to America's Hottest boldest prediction show mm, is the letterman nice. row bold predictions we are back again after another great week for me austin ward that's spencer holbrook zach carpenter and jeremy birmingham we are getting into it once again after ohio state stayed unbeaten with a dominant win over purdue now they get ready for michigan state the first of back-to-back big 10 showdowns to close out the regular season saturday at noon in the horseshoe berm where should we begin we begin with the fact that Michigan State has the 130th ranked pass defense in the country. How many teams are there? Uh, I think 132, 131, 133. Spencer, help him out. 134, 130. 130. Okay, so wow. they have the worst. So they're last. <laughs> so I think that's a bad sign mm. for a team playing against Ohio State. Wait, so you knew they were 130, but you didn't know that was worst in the country? No, I just knew that, that seems pretty low. Oh, okay. But once you once you get past like a the 120 threshold, I'm I, it's all pretty much you know, give or take one point, you're going to be the worst in the country. Sure. Either way, CJ Stroud should have a big day. The weather looks like it's going to be cold, but not windy, which is good. Um, you know, I think again. you're going to be talking uh, more, more like weatherman, row. 500 passing yards for CJ Stroud. Well, 500 spot. That's, that's pretty bold. That is bold. I'm going to go 500 uh, passing yards on 30 completions. That, that, what, he had 31 completions last week, and how many passing yards? Like 360? Buckeyes are going to hit a couple long ones. Throwing down, huh, Burr? Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> bold prediction number one from yours truly. There is a competition inside this game of two running backs who are the two best running backs in America now with Bijan Robinson out for the season. Uh-huh. I think it's a two-horse race for the best running back in the country award. Sure. And Travion Henderson will win that award as a true freshman on the back of a performance in this game. Trayvon Henderson will have 100 more rushing yards than Kenneth Walker III. I think that Ohio State knows what Michigan State can do against the run, but Michigan State knows what Ohio State can do in the air. I think Michigan State's going to have to try to take away at least a little bit of that, and that means uh, you know fewer guys in the box for Trayvon Henderson. I think this is where he really makes his statement. He comes out and, and proves himself as that premier back in the country. Give me Trayvon Henderson uh, 189 rushing yards, and we'll have Kenneth Walker under 190. I mean, under 90. Okay. Like I've, I've never seen so much intensity from Spencer. I don't know about you guys, no, this but this is, guy, I no, saw November, some fire in his eyes. November is for contenders, Zach. I've never seen someone drill down as hard as that. There we go. <laughs> that was <laughs> really right. aggressive, and I'm really, really a big fan. Close. Wow. Big fan. So Let's see more of that. I'm going the opposite route on the first two offensive wow, Zach predictions. Wow, Michigan State wins. <laughs> that is bold. When was the last time they won? Go ahead. When was the last ago. time we beat Ohio State? Uh, 2015. 2015. No, I'm not going, I'm not going that far. I actually am going with a defensive bull prediction with, I, I, we talked about this at the, during the practice report on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I said that I think this could be a Steel Chambers game with the way that, with the way Michigan State, I feel like they're going to come out and obviously they try to establish the run every game. I think they're going to try to do that again. And I just feel like they're going to be able to get into that level of defense where Steel Chambers is going to have to prove himself again 
like he's been doing all year as a sure tackler. One of the sh most short, surest, most sure mm -hmm. tacklers on the team. I have him for 15 or more tackles and wow. three tackles for loss. Certainly does help that Ohio State appears to have realized he should be on the field as much as possible. And can I make yeah, one more point? So I think it's going to be either a big Steel Chambers game or a big Ronnie Hickman game for the same reasons because I feel like they're both tailor-made so for this type of matchup. Bold prediction. No, no, I'm going. One of them's going to have a big game. My prediction is that it's going to be Steel Chambers I, because I think they're they're still sets. I think sets. they both made. There's their a good chance that they are, they both have big games. Yep. Uh, rallying up to tackle Kenneth Walker the third, who will be held under 65 rushing yards by Ohio State's defense. It's been, uh, I don't know, a little bit amusing to hear the panic. Uh, oh boy, Ohio State's gone backwards. This defense is going to cost them. By almost any measure, you know, when you look at the anal advanced analytics, this Ohio State defense is one of the best in the country. They have to play a ton of possessions. They give up yards. Uh, they sat back last week and were content to allow that to happen when they were up by four touchdowns. I think what happened in the previous two weeks against Penn State and Nebraska, which I'm not going to pretend are the most explosive attacks anywhere in the country, are a lot more uh, informative and educational about what's going to happen against Michigan State and Michigan teams that cannot throw the football at all, uh, at least not to the level uh, that would concern Ohio State. So they will be able to load up the box uh, and stop the rush. And any time they face some of these Heisman caliber running backs, and they devote their resources and their personnel and their talent to shutting out a team and shutting them down uh, on the ground more, way more often than not, they do it. Yeah, historically, the Buckeyes have fared pretty well against, like, the Melvin Gordons who they walk into a game and go, we're going to own the, own the ball and run yeah. all of Ohio State, and they never do. I think that my bold prediction of the 500 yards for Stroud in that prediction that you guys have about Kenneth Walker is going to lead to C.J. Stroud emerging from this game as the clear-cut Heisman Trophy favorite. He yeah, already is. I know he is in some betting circles right now, but I mean, oh, it's not really not clear that the I, I, no, But I mean, I mean, in public opinion, I think because this is a head-to-head -head game against the guy that most people think is the favorite right now. Uh, but it's also going to be the game when Chris Olave emerges as the clear-cut winner and favorite for the Bolitnikov. And uh, this is a kid that is going to have his game. We've seen the last two weeks. We've seen Jackson Smith and Jigba have his game, and then Garrett Wilson. It's Chris Olave's time, and I think it's because. What Michigan State does well is kind of stop that intermediate passing attack, and I think that's where Xavier Henderson, one of my favorite players in the Big Ten, will make some hay and, and have some, uh, you know, some fun hitting Jackson Smith and Jibba and Garrett Wilson in the in the short routes, and that's going to leave Chris Olave by himself over the top a number of times. You know what's interesting, Berm? What the way that these awards work and how messed up the voting is? So messed up. Olave is actually fortunate that Garrett Wilson and Jackson Smith and Jigbo were snubbed from the semifinalist award list because that means he has a much better chance of winning that. That will not be the case for the Big Ten Wide Receiver of the Year, all Big Ten First Team awards. When all three of them are in the mix, that vote is going to get split and, and narrowed between the three, and that is going to let David Bell win, which will be an absolute travesty. Yep. Anyway. Spencer? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so that's a bold uh, let me drill down, I, I know it's a Chris Olave game, and by that I mean 225 yards receiving and three touchdowns. Oh, my Lord. So that's a senior oh day right there. Handcuffs. Senior That's, that's Dizzle. quite the senior day, and that would put him very close to 1,000 yards. Mm -hmm. I think he would, yeah. He would likely get it the week after against the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. I think he's going to do that anyways. Uh, but let's flip back over to defense. Let's flip it. There yeah. we go. Smack it uh, up. Put your thing flip down, it. flip it, and reverse it. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Haskell Garrett has been... Banged injured up. and banged up is the better word the last few weeks. Uh, I, I think he's going to 
be better, be 100% in this game. I'd like to think that that they've been holding him back a little bit for a game like this. Oh, there's this. been holding, all right. And, <laughs> and a game like Michigan. Uh, Haskell Garrett's going to have four tackles for loss. Three of them will be sacks. Uh, this, is, this is a Haskell Garrett game because you've got to have him on the field as the run stuffer. Mm-hmm. And Michigan State's going to have to throw the ball because I think they're going to be down for quite a lot of this game. He is as disruptive as they come, interior or uh, you know on the outside. I, I know there are plenty of players in the Big Ten that are good pass rushers. There's nobody that doesn't like him from the inside. I think he's going to have a really nice game. I'm going to give him four tackles for loss. I'll give him three sacks. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, those are great points. I think Haskell Garrett, I, I just want to say that also I, I think that he could be in for a big game too, and that's uh, something I've been thinking about. Thanks. As far as making a prediction, see, we like each other. <laughs> we like yes. each other out there. Just kidding. Real, um, real bro-ship here. I kind of, the, the way the game script is going to go, in my opinion, I think that Ohio State's going to get out to a two or three touchdown lead in the probably early second quarter. And then I, I don't know if they're just going to wind up running out the clock or like trying to do game control not run out the clock but you know what I mean try to yeah. possess the ball because it's not like they're going up against a Purdue team that's going to come back and score a ton of points and then you just yeah. kind of coast to a, a win or whatever but right. anyway I think that this is game this game is loading up for either a huge passing day or a huge rushing day with whatever Michigan State strategy is going to be <laughs> and Again, I don't. I'm not trying to hedge a bet like I, you guys accused me of last time, but I think it's going to be a big day in the air. I think two receivers are going to uh, have 150 plus yards receiving and two touchdowns. Last week I said three receivers would get 100 yards or more, and that almost came true. Olave was 15 off. I think that's that's. I think Ryan Day is just going to he, he's going to go back to to the well of what he always does, where he just passes it up against a very vulnerable defense that passing defense that's the worst statistically yeah. in the country. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, they're very bad, and that's why there'll be plenty of opportunities to pick how you want to score and who should score for Ohio State. All this, I think is going to have a big game on senior day. He's going to be motivated and fired up. Uh, there's another guy who has played to less than his standard throughout the season. He helps elevate this Ohio State passing attack when he's at his best. He's obviously important on the ground as well. It's just not... It's been a little bit something off, but the end is near for Jeremy Ruckert. He made a decision to come back uh, to be a leader, to boost his draft stock and play really well, and that hasn't happened. And everybody inside this building right over here have have been pretty open about that, that he can give them more in these competitive play situations, and I think that he will in a game like this. So I think Jeremy Ruckert is going to score twice and have, I don't know, five catches for 65 yards. I think for Ohio State to be their best, Jeremy Ruckert has to be better, and I think that's pretty... You know, easy did, to say. They sent a clear message. It, 
last week, he did not start yeah. against Purdue. Mitch Rossi, a former walk-on, we know how valuable he is for Ohio State. When you're, that stuff doesn't happen by accident. It's the first play of the game, and I, I think that's maybe something that connects and resonates a little bit more with him. I think the games like this are, are moving days. You know what I mean? In the, in the old uh, in golf, right? You have that that day on Saturday yeah. where you where you start to make your move up the up the the minds of people watching and oh, this guy can win this. And I think this is the weekend when Denzel Burke is going to establish himself as a first team All American, not just freshman All American, first team All American cornerback. Two interceptions on Saturday for Denzel Burke, and more just him clamping down the best receivers in the Big Ten. I know, oh, he gave up 11 receptions to David Bell. 11 catches for 109 yards is clamping down David Bell. Did the same thing to Jahan Dotson three weeks earlier. This week it's going to be against uh, Jay Reed, whose first name is Jay Din, Jay Din not Jay Lynn. I am interested to see if Speedy Naylor is back for Michigan State on the other side, but I don't think that's going to matter. Denzel Burke, two interceptions because Michigan State, if they're going to have any chance, is going to have to try to push the ball down the field because the Buckeyes are going to sell out to stop Kenneth Walker. And that's when you'll see the freshman rise up. You know, I talked <laughs> I, Oh, wow. I just talked about pressure and the way that Ohio State can get pressure from the inside. Yeah. Peyton Thorne, I think, is going to be under a lot of duress. And I, I guess I'm going back to this same well for my third one to tag along with my second one. I think he's going to have two picks. Uh, I think this Ohio State. To Denzel rush. Burke, Bram already said that. Yeah, but I think he's going to throw bolder. two in the first half. <laughs> oh, uh, that really turns this game on its head. Okay. Uh, both to Denzel Drill Burke. Down. I guess both. Well, no, Denzel Burke might get one in the second up. half. I think they're going to shorten the rotation at cornerback. So, uh, you know, we, we saw a little bit of a slip up last week from from Seven Banks, and I don't think he's playing his best right now. So I. I wouldn't be surprised to see Cameron Brown and Denzel Burke. Yeah. You know, for this stretch run, you've got to have your best guys out there. I think you have one on each side. They're going to challenge both of them, Naylor and Reed both. If they're back, they're going to challenge the inside. Two picks in the first half really turns this game over. Seven Banks was one of these off-season storylines everyone talked about. I'm not saying he's playing poorly or anything like that, but no. clearly there has been a difference between Denzel Burke and Cameron Brown and Seven Banks. And I think as the Buckeyes get closer to championship time, if they don't start shortening up those rotations, then you're going to run into some issues. And I think that that's to your point. Yeah. I'm dying for Court Williams to get his first career interception, but I just don't think it's going to be that well, type of game. We don't throw interceptions I, I, on I, kickoff. I just, <laughs> I just don't, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that type of game where we're seeing the, the twos on the field in the fourth quarter. I, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be a close game. Defensively, I, I, bet, don't, I, I think bet we do. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be somewhere in the twenty-point range. I think it's going to be right around that spread. So, not going with the Court Williams, but I had to get had to get his name so out. So, who I is had it? To say it. So, your prediction is that Court Williams is not going to have an interception. <laughs> That's it's not, actually pretty bold for me. That's like him okay. uh, predicting a, a kick return for a touchdown. Speaking of which, oh boy, Emeka Abuka. Wait, I'm trying. Is going. Trying to get my, get my head around the fact that Zach just predict, predicted that Court Williams would not have an interception. That was game. not what I was going for. Super I just Bowl. wanted to get his name out there. Come on, I haven't haven't said Court Williams' name in a couple weeks. Now you've said it so, three times. Exactly. There we go. Court Williams. Do you have a real prediction? <laughs> I'm stealing you say, yours since you're being you, so you, mean to me. If you Mecca, say it one more time, Court Williams appears behind you. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, what, yeah, what was the, what was that movie? I can't Beetlejuice. Remember. Beetlejuice. Candyman. There we go. I think Emeka Abuka. This is the week. Kickoff return for a touchdown. He's huh. been so going close so many times. Yep. And I wanted to steal one from Austin because he was That's being so rude. Predicts. That's wild. Austin, let's hear it. Who's not going to return a punt for a touchdown this week? 
I think Garrett Wilson is going to return a punt for a touchdown this week. That's about all that's left for him to do. He he talked. This is more about the fact that this is going to be the last time people get to see Garrett Wilson uh, in the horseshoe. Um, that's about as open as anybody has ever been about the fact that they are most likely going to be declaring for the draft. Everyone knows that that's uh, been his plan for a while. It's sort of like a Chase Young inevitability here uh, for him. And I understand why Ohio State didn't want to put him back there coming off of the concussion last week. And Jackson Smith and Jigwa can handle those punt returns just as well as he can. But, you know, Garrett Wilson this is one of his last opportunities to make a play like that. There's a little bit of like late season, uh, you know, backdoor Heisman buzz for Garrett Wilson. And if you add a punt return in November, uh, coming off of what he did last week against Purdue, might sneak him into New York. That's really not that outlandish considering the impact he's had. So Garrett Wilson will return a punt for a touchdown. Okay, there it is. It's settled. I decided just to mix in a little actual analysis. That, with that. is settled science. <laughs> wow. Do you guys have uh, score predictions? Uh, what's the what's the spread now? 19 still. Uh, I'm going to. So find, Michigan find your best number though. Michigan State's 130th against the pass. Ohio State is 108th or something like that. I, I don't think either team is going to have a a great defensive day stopping yards from happening. I really do think Michigan State's offense is varied enough and multiple enough to give the Buckeyes some problems. Uh, but I think Ohio State will win. I think we're talking 48-31 Buckeyes. Non-cover. I am going to go 55-28. to 28. I think this is a game that Ohio State can control. I think it's a game that Ohio State will control. And uh, next Tuesday, you'll see the Buckeyes at number two in the polls because I think uh, I think this is a statement game. Uh, you want to talk about a top ten team that, you know, really against common opponents with Ohio State has not looked like a top ten team compared to what Ohio State looks like against <laughs> these teams. Ohio State is going to send a, send a message to everyone around the country that that this is a team that is not the same team that it, everyone saw against Oregon on September 11th. I think this game is going to be out of hand. Yeah, I got 41-20. I feel like I've explained throughout this pod, throughout this video um, what my reasoning for that. So No, no need to drill down. Awesome Ward for his actual analysis here. Go, awesome. to, go to him. It's, uh, I, the more that this week plays out and the closer you look at this matchup, I thought that Michigan State would be the toughest test left for Ohio State uh, in the second half of the season. They may still be, but I just there's such a wide gap between the talent on these two rosters, and Ohio State has figured out a lot of the things that were plaguing them early on defense. The offense went through their two-week lull and then could have scored 100 points if they wanted to last week against Purdue. Michigan State's defense, I mean, if you can't defend the pass at all and you're trying to defend C.J. Stroud and that collection of receivers, I just don't see that happening. Ohio State will win this game 56-24. Those are our bold predictions. Getting ready for Saturday at noon in the horseshoe. Can't wait. Top 10 showdown, Spencer Holbrook, Zach Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. Stay with us for our full coverage of that game and every other one at LettermanRow.com. We will see you there. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>